This week's episode, personal development and education, how to reinvest in your business. Yes. I personally feel like that's an important subject. Hugely important. And I also think it's one of the first places people cut back on. If they're even paying attention to it at all. Right, exactly. Times start getting a little tough, maybe market shifted, not doing as well, you got to cut back. And that's usually where it starts, which I believe it should be the exact opposite. Yeah. All right. So personal development education, let's start with first question. How much do I reinvest? Hmm, That's a good question. I don't know if I have a good answer to that, Okay. except you need to reinvest. Okay. I like to use the 10% number. 10%. 10% of your That's income. That's probably not a bad number. Okay. So 10% of your income. Even 5% would be great. Yep. Um, but a lot of it doesn't even involve finance, you know? Not necessarily. Yeah. Whether, you know, I, I look at buying books, look at seminars, you know, you can it be done on a shoestring budget? Sure, it can be, especially nowadays with technology and as much as we can find on... <laughs> Google and YouTube and things of that nature, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of it can, can be done um, inexpensively. But there's also value, I guess part of it is that there's value to um, the large community. You know, every year we make it, a, we, make it uh, we go to R4, our convention for Remax, for several different reasons. Part of it is networking, but part of it is that education and that personal development. And, you know, there's a cost that's associated with that. There are sometimes, you know, there's other seminars or things like that that we go to, but I also look at it as you start to grow and develop. You know, sometimes you want to elevate the level of whom you're spending time with or whom you're seeing or who you're getting educated, and sometimes that just costs more because they bring more value, Yeah, you know? want to have a one-on-one with uh, Tony Robbins, it's going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> Darren Hardy, I want to have a one-on-one with him, that's going to cost me a lot of money. But, you know, at some point when you're trying to grow your business, you know, one of my favorite things we just did last week, um, we had a mastermind meeting that we were in with five top agents. The environment, the vibe in there, <coughs> excuse me, completely different just because of the level of production that was going on in that room just amongst the agents. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant by, you know, it's not necessarily all about financing. Mm-hmm. Is There's a lot of different ways to improve yourself. Right. And uh, some of them are these mastermind type opportunities or just idea sharing and just looking for those opportunities and actually participating because they can be happening and you don't know it and right. you don't want to. And then there's also keeping yourself up to date for the business. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, in a, we're in a very important business for knowing what we're doing and things are changing all the time. And I think that too many agents don't really think about it a whole lot right. and aren't up to date. Like contracts, man, you should be in a contracts class once a year. Getting the updates, mm-hmm. getting a reminder of what's going on in the contracts, contracts how to handle them. Uh, you know, it's extremely inexpensive. If there's any expense to it at all, going to Gov Hutchinson, maybe 45 bucks or something. Right, But right. super important. And, of course, you know, there's the coaches and all that type of stuff where mm. that gets a little bit more pricey. But 
I'm a big advocate of that also. We All can right. talk about that. We're going to go down that lane. Absolutely. But I think there's lots of avenues and lots of, lots of things we should and need to be doing. Do you have a morning routine? I sort of. Okay. Is part of the morning routine, I guess, education-wise, in the, in the, I don't want to call it free realm, but the inexpensive realm, books, podcast, or video? Me? Mm -hmm. uh, podcast and video. Okay. So YouTube and just kind of Googling what's new, certain well, people you that know, you're following. Darren Hardy, okay. he's got his every morning, so mm -hmm. that's good to go. Yeah, follow the Tom Ferry. He puts out great videos, so good okay. things to watch. All right. So likewise, I listen to a lot of Tom Ferry. I listen to a lot of Broke Agent. I listen to a lot of uh, Brian Buffini. Um, those are probably my three top that I listen to in the real estate world. Yeah. And then Tony Robbins, Dar Darren uh, Hardy, listen to him, Les Brown um, as well. And I'll do either YouTube or, or podcast on them. Yeah. What about in the reading world? You know, I'm not big on that part. Okay. Yeah. I just got a new book. I heard about it. Sit on my, my bed stand. Okay. <laughs> I love reading. I lead a, lead a, la, 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 la. read a lot of books. Okay. But not really the business type of books. Gotcha. So I've, I've gotten addicted to audibles. Yeah, that's probably what I should do. Yeah, I've gotten it. Because I like him. I mean, you right. know, Darren Hardy, he put out, what was it? The roller coaster or the, yeah, the, roller coaster and the compound, and the compound effect. effect. I actually yeah. read both of those. Those were fantastic mm -hmm. books. Got through uh, most of Tom Ferry. Sorry, sorry, Tom. <laughs> uh, I should have finished it. It was a great book. Um, but yeah, now I'm better with the, the visual and the audio. Okay. And when you how, what's your approach when you're listening to these things is it partly you're looking for motivation is it partly that you're looking for inspiration ideas direction funny you should ask because that's one of the points i wanted to make is for me yeah i like the ideas but we're just so overwhelmed with right. ideas and what to do and how to do it you know i mean that's not really the problem the problem is actually doing it correct and so I like him for inspiration. Yeah, when mm -hmm. I listen to him, man, I get charged up and exactly. I want to go out and I want to tackle things. So that's a positive thing. Mm -hmm. And why it ebbs and woes with me watching videos and I go up and I want to tackle and then I kind of wane off and right. then I got to come back around and get pumped up again. But I think that's important. I think a lot of us need that in our business. We need the reminder of what's going on. We need to be constantly steeped in what it is we should be doing mm -hmm. uh, to keep us on track. I think there are few people that can get up every day and be like, nope, boom, 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 here's what I'm going to do. Right. And actually, some people are really good at that. I'm thinking of a couple agents in our office, but sometimes it's a rut, and that's better than nothing mm -hmm. because it's the action that's so positive, right. and they have a set way of here's what I'm going to do. But if you do that, God, even for 12 months into 18 months, without looking at something else or maybe making some adjustments, mm -hmm. I think the effectiveness of it starts to wane a little bit. You know, I think that consistency is key, but you've constantly got to be making little adjustments. I like it. I like it. So I go, I like the motivation as well. Every time I, if I pick up a book, if, whether it's reading it or audibles, or if I'm watching a video, one of the things that I've really gotten in the habit of doing is just one key element. Yes. What can I get out of there that I can apply today or immediately? And even if, I've, even if I gather 15 or 20 good ideas out of there, 
it's just what's the one that I can take and do something with now. I'll go back and I'll re-read the book or re-listen to it or, or re-read or re-watch the YouTube video or whatever it is and get that number two, number three, number four, yeah. number five later when I'm ready. But too often I feel like overload of information and then it becomes so overwhelming we do nothing with it and we sit on it. It's like being effective, yeah. You know, you jump from one task to another right. and you never complete anything. Mm -hmm. You gotta get on that one task and complete it. Exactly. That's when you can go on to number two. That's a hard lesson to learn. Very hard, very hard. That one took me that one took me a while, but so much more effective. And and you know so often I I well I read twenty books a year or I read fifteen books a year or I read thirty books a year or whatever the case may be. And we were having this conversation. I read the same book like 15 times a year. Yeah, who was it that said that? There was one of the remember. trainers. Yeah, it was one He's of the like, trainers. I don't read 20 books a year, but I'll read one good book three times exactly. in one year. And just keep pulling information out of there and taking those golden nuggets out of there. So, um, Yeah, I think that's a valuable lesson. Yeah, but so seminars, webinars, or seminars. Do you go to anything else other than the R4? You know, I don't. Okay. And... I, well, I take that back. Remax provides a lot to True. the management staff and to the owners, and I'm very involved in that. Mm -hmm. And that involves a lot of these people. John right. Shepak and, mm -hmm. oh God, we just saw this, uh, Jared, I forget his name now, but great guys who bring a lot of great content. So yeah, I love those, and I want to be there and, and getting, because again, you get up to date. Right. And get new ideas. Uh, but no, I'm not like, at the, all the Tom Ferry things or mm -hmm. at all the Brian Buffini things. If I was more in an agent role, I would probably absolutely be doing that. Right, right. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, there's no magic. No one's going to do your work for you. You got to do the work in the end. Right. When they're talking to you about the key components of a strong business and mm -hmm. they're reminding you constantly, there's a tremendous amount of value in that. Love it. I'm doing a lot of I'm doing a lot of mastermind meetings now, um, especially on Zoom. Yeah. Doing a lot of Zooms, plugging into just people where their business is elevated and getting into those groups and just hearing what's going on. For me, it gives me a feel of what's happening in the market, not yeah. just here, but everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, also, I look at the similarities. You know, it's one of those things we can, we can always make the, the roadmap to to success there's too often people listen to everybody having conversations and oh well here's a nugget from this person and here's a nugget from this person and really what i'm looking for is what are they all doing that's the same because mm -hmm. that's when you start to figure out oh well if they're all doing this and they're all having that certain level of success that's something that i can learn from and, yeah. and trying to gather those nuggets out of there nice but, i like it yeah but Boy, that's just twice. <laughs> it's happening. For, for those, of, his phone's ringing off the hook today. <laughs> so, but personal development education. I think one of the other things, and I'll ask the question this way. What about health? That's, uh, yeah, you got to take some time for yourself. You kill the host, you know, you kill it all. So right. you got to make sure that host is uh, healthy and vibrant. Often overlooked. Uh, too often. Yep. Often overlooked, get into a bad habits as far as the diet, exercise, and things like that. You know, and don't get me wrong, you don't have to be, you know, it's not a 
Lance Armstrong or it, a triathlete or anything. Exactly, but there should be some type of consistency going on with, you know, the physical fitness and things of that nature. Whether whether walking is part of your hiking, you know, I know there's a couple of agents here in the office that they are routinely going out on the weekends and getting that good long day or um, weekend hike in and getting a good six to ten miles in on mm -hmm. a Saturday and another six to ten miles in on a Sunday. That goes a long way when you're doing it, you know, you get something else in during the middle of the week and boom, you're good. And there's others, I know we, we've got a few in here that they're at the gym every morning making sure that they're getting their business done. So Yeah, no, that's super important. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, mm -hmm. and I believe what he believes, which is that there's nothing better for the psyche than exercise. Yep. You know, when you tax your body, mm -hmm. it really has an amazing effect on your psychology. Right. And so um, you kind of get both benefits. You're exactly. going to get healthier physically, but also mentally. I know I would be at home, my head would be spinning, oh my gosh, I have all these things, and what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get these done? Mm -hmm. All right, I gotta go out on a jog, and I go do my little three, four mile jog, no music, just in your own head. 100% of the time, I get back, I'm like, I got this. Exactly. Somehow it just works it out in your head. It's it, crazy. You actually just answered the question I was about to ask, what do you do when you get in a funk? Yeah. And it sounds like, Put on the running shoes and go. Depends on the funk, but that's one of the best okay. uh, exercises. Or just go find your happy place okay. for a little bit. Surfing. And, I yeah, for, for me is particularly down in the Trestles area. I literally I get off the freeway down there and I roll down my window. Nice. And just all that coastal foliage mm -hmm. with the anise and the mint and everything. I just that smell. All I have to do is smell that, and it like brings this peace to my body. Nice. So, Probably a little too much information, but that's where I go. I don't know where you go. Everyone should have those places. So, trying to think. If we're missing anything on this, but I don't feel. Yeah, like I mean, anything. the way I would wrap this up is I would say, um, you know, if we're talking about education and um, you know these coaching types of things mm -hmm. and. Information, uh, information's a dime a dozen. Right. There's plenty of information out there. I think what you need to do is go collect some information, decide what am I trying to accomplish here? And you know, if you're an experienced agent, then you're tuning a few things up or maybe trying one mm -hmm. or two things. If you're a newer agent, you're building it from the ground up. So right. what's your plan? You know, you got plenty of work to do. You got five avenues you need to find and you need to build those out. The key is to Find that coach or find that accountability partner right. that's going to say, how you doing? Where are you at? Check in with you on a regular basis, weekly, bi-weekly, whatever it is. Because mm -hmm. you're going to take the information to them and say, here's what I'm trying to accomplish and here's how I want to accomplish it. Great. Then they'll help you sift through it and sort through it if you find a good coach or a mentor. And then they'll say, all right, let's do this. And then in a week, hey, you were going to be here. Where are we at? Mm -hmm. How are we doing here? That's the most invaluable part because it's all about the action. Right. And you need someone there to be watching you, giving you feedback, giving you direction, holding you a little bit accountable. I think that's where the money is. Do you have a difference between accountability and coaching? 
In my own life? No, mm -hmm. I do not. Okay. I, uh, neither do I. So I, I, I consider them kind of one and the same. And then uh, follow-up question to that, more than one coach, more than one accountability. It doesn't hurt. Okay. Okay, so now we go into how I could blow this whole subject out. I was going to mention things like, you know, we, they call them seminar junkies, right? Mm -hmm. Versus people who never go to seminars. Right. And I don't think one's right or wrong or mm -hmm. one's better than the other. I think it's dependent on what are you doing with that. Exactly. You know, if you're just going to seminars to keep yourself busy, then you're wasting your money. Right, right. If you're going there because it pumps you up and you bring home one idea every time that you go mm -hmm. there, that's the, mo the money most well spent. Right. If you're not a seminar person at all, you never go to them, that's great. But what are you doing? Where are you at? So it kind of starts there. You know, I, I don't know if there's too much or too little. You got to find your own spot. So back to coaching. Yeah, I mean, you can have multiple coaches. They could be redundant. They could be for different aspects of your life. And it's trial and error, you know. Um, so I, I had two coaches there for a while. Mm -hmm. And now I'm down to one. And uh, I'm trying to get back to two. Okay. So, and... I look at coaching, sometimes I break it down into a coach for this or a coach for that. You know, maybe I'm looking for a coach specifically for this one thing and I'm looking for a coach specifically for this one thing, but also that mentor, sometimes I have crossover. Sometimes there's mentors that are involved in more of that accountability. I tend to lean more towards my mentors with regard to accountability. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the reason I ask more than one I was having a conversation with um, an agent the other day, and she is doing accountability with you, and she's doing accountability with me. And she came to me the other day, and she was feeling, she was all like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> and, you know, took a step back. I'm all like, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but she was trying to explain it. And for me, it, it, it never dawned on, on me that, but she went on to explain, I get different things from both of you guys. And that's why I'm doing it. I was all like, well, yeah, I'm, which makes me happy. We can't be all to everyone. We can't be all things to every single person. And, and sometimes different people bring different values to us. So I think that's important to recognize um, and don't, not to be afraid. Coaching. How do you feel about sometimes, you know, there's a lot of coaching programs out there with a lot of these um, organizations that are going on, and how deep do you go in vetting the coach? Is it just, are you a good fit for me, or are you looking at their performance level and things of that nature, or their success level, and when you're looking at their success level, what part of their success level are you looking at? Are you looking at it from their coaching, or are you looking at it from maybe their real estate? Was that a too in-depth question? That uh, was a lot of information. <laughs> I asked well, <laughs> so, my experience is, well, let's look at this. Tom Ferry mm -hmm. has no real estate experience. True. He's an amazing coach. Mm -hmm. Brian Buffini has a ton of real estate experience. He's an amazing coach. True. So not sure that's really a great factor mm -hmm. or, or point to look at is what they have. It's what they bring to the table. Right. And... Outside of you know those big type of very specific industry coaches, there are a lot of great people out there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a little bit about, yeah, discovering for yourself. So maybe you get some feedback on people. You right. know, hey, I use this person or I heard they're good. 
and then you're going to check in and you got to kind of get started and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And that's how it was for me and finding a couple of coaches. But what I learned, okay, we'll get a little into the minutia about coaching and mentoring and things is what I learned is it's not what they bring to you. It's what you bring to them. Mm -hmm. So in a Tom Ferry case, well, actually, no, Tom Ferry, because you have individual coaches. Don't expect someone to come and say, here, let me make you a success. No, you have to go and say, here's what I want to do. Right. Here's what I'm trying to do. And here's what I'm thinking. And let them help you work through those processes. But if you go there and say, okay, make me a star, you're going to fail every time. You just you've got your money. To be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've got to be vested <laughs> right. in the process. And it took me a while to learn that. And when I finally did it with one of my coaches, and I was just frustrated, I think, one day. And I'm like, gosh, I go, listen, here's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I guess I expressed myself really well. And that was the most powerful return I ever got out of my coach. A little aha moment there. Like yeah. Okay. And they were stoked. They're like, oh, this is what we live for. Okay, let's work on this. And it, it, was, it was great. So. Nice. I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like I bounced did. around a little no, bit there. No, it, it did. It did. I just I look at it, and sometimes people get a little bit. Um, I I think there is value to you know you mentioned the Tom Ferry and the Brian Buffini. One's one's been in real estate. One hasn't. And you're right. You know Tom Tom mastered um, the coaching industry in in the real estate world. And so did Brian, and they, they took it in two different directions. And they're both, they, I agree with you, they are both great coaches. But a lot of times people get into this and they, they get assigned to a coach or they're talking with a coach. And I guess what my point is, is you want to make sure you want to make sure you're getting out of it what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And it's just don't go in there with blind faith necessarily of, hey, this person's right for me just because somebody assigned them to me yep. or, you know, I... I just pick them. You're vesting your time, you're vesting your money in that, and you know there's some energy going in there. Hold yourself accountable for making sure that you hold them accountable, that they're on the level that you need them to be on for you to grow. Otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. Yeah. So, and, and that, don't be afraid to get out. I know that's hard. I feel like you're breaking up a friendship or something. Right. But don't pay for nothing. Yeah, not breaking up a friendship. <laughs> getting, getting, and that doesn't mean that that person can't be a value to you or you can't be a value to them it's just they're not a good fit in that that part and we we get caught up in that sometimes and sometimes it takes you back too many steps mm -hmm. so yeah all right. all right that was all i had for today yeah i think it was good all right i don't know maybe this will reiterate it but i like the industry and outside the industry mm-hmm two coaches. Now, some people don't need a coach at all. Some people have lots of coaches. If you ask me, I'd say, yeah, I'd love to have a Tom Ferry or Brian Buffini that I built the backbone of my business on. Mm -hmm. So I think you why know, reinvent the wheel? Right. I got success. And whatever works for you, you know, you're comfortable with one or another. But then I like that outside the industry coach. Mm -hmm. It really helps you work on your head and uh, comes at a whole different perspective because they're not focusing so strong on Okay, this is real estate. What's going on with real estate? Right. It's like, no, who are you and what's the situation? Exactly. And I found that very powerful. Nice. So I try to pick a coach for it. I've had a golf coach for a while. Had to get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
my game was not getting any better. But that's mostly me. Um, but and then in the business, I do business. You know, personal life. I remember I had a one of the most interesting experiences I had. I'll, I'll close with this was. It was kind of a life coach, and she started off by just hanging out with me. All day. it was a little uncomfortable when it first started. <laughs> <laughs> she was just a. A shadow and and literally was everything I mean basically it was pretty much everything but going to the bathroom if I was going shopping was there and it was interesting did this for a few days but what was really interesting was when she came back and all the little things that we do and the tendencies that we have where adjustments can be made and things can be improved and you're looking at it and reflecting back on really why am I doing this and what's going on you know, that, that was a time in my life I was, I was really working on my diet and trying to get that back. And, you know, her perspective of watching me go shopping in the supermarket was completely different than my perspective. She's walking in there giving me my notes after it's getting done and, and reflecting for me. And I'm looking at that like, no, that's not what I did. I was just doing this. And no, this is really what was happening. So it was probably one of the most fun, fun experiences I've had. And then, you know... One of the other extremes, the Tony Robbins and the Firewalk. So, you know, that was a whole different experience. But uh, he's coming back to town. So, oh, here. A, yeah, so very exciting. But anyway, we could talk about this all day long. Yeah, but I think the message is spend some time on yourself and your business. Yes. So important. Work on your business, not in your business exactly. for a little bit. Correct. Work on yourself keeping everything sharp all right thank you guys everybody if you like please subscribe um share leave us a comment and let us know what's going on appreciate it look forward to seeing you in another video take care